What's up, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of The Brazilian Point of View. My name is Ana, and today I have a very special episode for you guys. So I've been doing a lot of episodes on specific countries, but then last year I did two episodes on New York and LA about leaving the cities. Then I did one on Macau. All of those did extremely well, so I figured... Why not also do episodes specifically on certain cities in the world that people would really like to visit or move into? So I asked my friend Deborah, you might already know her from an episode that we did on our high school exchange program in the Netherlands. I don't know, it's months ago that I uploaded that one. I'm going to link that in the description for you guys, but... Yeah, she's living in Amsterdam for a little bit over a year, and I asked her to come on the podcast to share her view on living in the city. Of course, as she even tells herself in the beginning, she moved there already with the COVID situation. The pandemic was already going on, so she has kind of a distorted view on the city because it's very... Um, on an environment of COVID, but now that things are opening up all around the world, she's kind of living more. But she gave such an honest point of view of the city. She was very objective. She cleared a lot of things up on how to move into the city, what is the experience and like pricing, what is available in the city and all of that. I... I think that the episode turned out to be really good. I'm really proud of it. So I hope that you really, really enjoy it. And she's awesome, honestly. She's one of my best friends. And I miss her so much. But I am glad that she's living such in an amazing city like Amsterdam. So I really hope that you guys enjoy this episode. But before we get to that, please make sure to follow, subscribe, and review this podcast on Apple Podcasts and Spotify, and also follow the podcast on Instagram at the Brazilian POV Podcast. Now, without further ado, let's get to the episode. Hi, welcome back to the podcast. I'm excited Hello. to have you here. <laughs> Hi, it's me again talking about the Netherlands. <laughs> <laughs> so Hello. I'm really excited to have you back. But you've been here already on the podcast to talk about our exchange high school program in the Netherlands, which was really fun. But for someone who didn't listen to that episode, can you introduce yourself? Uh, yes. Uh, hello, everyone. Uh, my name is Deborah. Uh, I, well, as I say, I've been living in the Netherlands already for a bit over five years I think but Anne and I we met each other uh, for because we did our high school exchange program in the Netherlands uh, back in uh, 2012 and that's how we got friends so that podcast is about our experience but yeah today I'm here to talk about Amsterdam the city I live currently and uh, yes, I'm excited for it. So I've seen like a lot of people that have been planning on moving to Amsterdam, but sometimes they don't have the information from people from other countries who live in Amsterdam. 
So I already did an episode about New York and LA and they did so well. So why not expand to other capitals in the world? And I thought that Amsterdam would be a great episode. So can you talk a little bit about how and why you moved to Amsterdam and how was the process? Yes, of course. Um, I think I should say as well, like a little bit of a disclaimer (laughs) in the beginning of the episode, because I moved uh, to Amsterdam uh, during the pandemic. So I do have a feeling as well that even though I've been here for over a year now in Amsterdam, I still have a feeling that I don't know the city so well because I moved during the pandemic and everything was shut down and then open again and then shut down. So that's uh, my disclaimer. But uh, to answer your question, uh, like the process of moving to Amsterdam and all that, uh, I moved, yeah, as I said, I moved here during the pandemic and I've been already living in the Netherlands since 2016. Uh, because I did my bachelor's uh, in The Hague, which is also like an amazing, wonderful city. Uh, So I was in The Hague for a couple of years, did my bachelor there, I studied there. And once I finished uh, my studies, uh, and in the middle, again, in the middle of the pandemic, like 2020, when was like the big hit, uh, I graduated and then I think everyone, once they graduate, they're like, okay, what now? What do we do? And I, I, I decided I did want to stay in the Netherlands. Like a lot of my friends after graduation, they went back to their home countries, especially like in such a uncertainty uh, scenario. Uh, but I said, like, I decided that I did want to stay. So my process was uh, I was looking for jobs and applying for, for jobs and doing jobs interview at the same time that I was like finishing my studies. So I applied for a job and then I got that job uh, right after, like, which was really amazing, you know. So when I graduated, I already had a job. So it was very like smooth, but also very fast at that time. And that's when I decided to move to Amsterdam because was one also of those period that that everything was open again and then before shut down again so i thought i would be commuting to work very often so i wanted to live in the same city as my job because i like for the netherlands i really hated the commute from the hague to amsterdam and so yes that's like the main reason why i moved and I think like for the people in the US and for the people in Brazil, when you say like, oh, I really don't like the commute in the Netherlands from one city to the other, which is like one hour and a half, it's nothing. <laughs> but for Dutch standards, like one hour and a half, like every day, like one way. So like three hours a day losing on commute, that's too much. You know, the Netherlands is such a small country and so much to see that like it doesn't make sense especially after the pandemic that's why we moved um so yes and i then i've been working here i was in this job until november last year and then november last year i switched jobs so i'm still like in the same luckily i found another job also in amsterdam so i'm still around so yeah so like in the beginning, when you first moved to Amsterdam, how was like finding an apartment? 
how did you know where to live how was pricing for rent and because I know that at least in New York sometimes when people are going for the first time when they move there sometimes they like to just rent a room instead of an apartment because it's too pricey so how is it there in Amsterdam um Amsterdam is also like pretty expensive because it is like it is a big city you know it's the capital but it is a, a very small city like you've been to Amsterdam as well and I'm like so you know like you can see the whole city you know pretty much by foot uh it's like it's a big city with a very small village uh Figli, which means that there is not enough housing you know like it is an issue here in the Netherlands So it is very difficult to find apartments and all that. And especially like, and the ones they are like a bit overpriced. I think with my apartment, I was very lucky uh, to find it. And where I live right now, a lot of people that live in Amsterdam, they wouldn't say it's a good area, but I love it. Like, I think it's amazing and it's super convenient. Um, But I live right in the city center in Amsterdam. So I live very close like uh, to the central station and to the metro station and all that. But for some people, uh, they would find that that's not very nice because it is very touristic. Like, I don't even know if you can hear me now, but I live on the top of a souvenir shop and it's like music nonstop now since the things reopen. No, I can't hear anything. <laughs> that's crazy. <laughs> okay, that's good because I'm like hearing the toots, toots. Um, So you, you hear a lot of like crazy people yelling at night and like uh, drunk tourists and like that typical tourist that come to Amsterdam. Uh, you would see a lot in the area that I live, but that is something that doesn't bother me as much. But there's like other areas in Amsterdam, like which is very nice and, you know, like close to the museums and nice little cafes and uh, the canals. But then it's like it's pricey. It's going to be very expensive to live in these places. So a lot of people, they will rent a room or they will live a bit outside of the city, like in the in the sort of like small villages or something around. Even some people would also like, people that do work in Amsterdam, they will live in Harlem because it's so close and it's also so nice as a city. But like for me, I was like, I want to live in the city. So I live in a shoebox pretty much. But that's the price like I was willing to pay to live in the city. So I'm okay with that. So yeah, you're not gonna get like a very uh, like spacious place for like a good price in the city. Yeah, like it's very rare to find, and also because all the buildings are also pretty old as well. So that's also good like to take into consideration um, to see how it is inside. Like if you're planning on moving to Amsterdam, like to check the apartments online before and also because of since the buildings are old like the energy bills and things like that can be very expensive uh, on top of the rent so that's also something like to keep in mind and go for the places where you see that it's being like rebuilt and then they have like a new a new kitchen and new appliances 
because then you can save some on like on, on gas and electricity things like that mm-hmm. yeah it's funny you said i can see how people that are from there they don't want to live in the center because there's like a lot going on but it totally makes sense if you're staying there like especially just for a while or something because it's where everything is located and everything is just like so close. And I love the center of Amsterdam. It's just like, <laughs> it's amazing. And there's a lot of um, ways for transportation as well, right? Because you mentioned the commute between cities, but in Amsterdam, there's a lot of ways to just transport an- anywhere. Yes, yes, exactly. Like, The public transport, it's very good. So they have uh, trams and metro and also train if you're going far away, like go to another city, the buses, and of course the bike for like for the Dutch. Um, In Amsterdam, uh, just too chaotic for me. I, I, yes. be, I would be run over like on site. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like I am exactly the same. And because I live in the city center, I'm terrified of like all the tourists and all the bike traffic so I do everything by foot and like it is possible to do everything by foot in Amsterdam which is really nice like for instance um, a friend of mine and I we went to a club uh, on this weekend and we walked to the club and then we walked back because it was not over one kilometer away you know And even though the clubs are not really in the city center, like they're a bit uh, in the south area or a bit in the east, uh, you can still, you know, like you take the tram, you take uh, the metro, and of course the bike, and you can just do it uh, everything by foot. So, like I walk to work as well, which is also pretty nice. So that's also mm-hmm. like one of the things that I do really like about Amsterdam because it's a big city. But it has such a small town feeling at the same time. Yeah, definitely. And I remember that you mentioned to me once that in Amsterdam, everyone like kind of speaks English. So you don't have so much of an issue with the fact that perhaps like someone doesn't speak Dutch to live there. And on that note, how is it to make friends in the city? Um, I think like the city, it's very expats uh, friendly as well. Uh, so you see a lot of internationals here, like a lot. And even the Dutch people from Amsterdam or Dutch people that do like cho- chose to live in Amsterdam, they're also like very open. So anywhere you go, you know, in the cafes, in the restaurants, a lot of the time, the people that will be working there, they will also be internationals. So sometimes you will ask for something, like you'll be trying to practice your Dutch and you go to a cafe and then you ask in Dutch and then they reply to in English, like, sorry, I can't speak Dutch. So it's like these type of scenes are very common. Uh, so like for making friends, it's nice because it is like a very... Um, like international city and like very much expat friendly um also on that note like i moved here during the pandemic so i do feel like i still haven't met like a lot of people everything has been shut down and all those challenges of like oh making friends as an adult and also in the pandemic and being out so i think now that i'm like a little bit things 
as they're getting back to normal that we are getting like more out and meeting new people and seeing new things um so it's nice you know like especially also now with the spring you know everyone is outside at the park um so that's like that's pretty nice but yeah like a lot of as i said i usually live in the hague so a lot of my friends that uh stayed in the Netherlands after graduation they stayed in the Hague and so on the weekends like they usually come here to Amsterdam and then we hang out or I go to the Hague so we really you know like it really depends on the situation um, like it is uh, like it is a challenge to to make friends uh, but I think everywhere you know But knowing yeah. that uh, Amsterdam is such an open city in this sense uh, for everyone, like, and everyone's pretty welcome, you know, to be here. That's also, like, very, very nice. Like, um, for instance, as well, uh, this weekend, we were coming back uh, from a place and we passed in front of, like, a museum. I didn't know it was an exposition. And it was like, yeah, this woman was just outside, like, come, come, come look. And the things like that is like, yeah, it's also happening an after party here and you can see everything. So you see a lot of these things uh, here. And I'm glad, you know, because now that the pandemic, uh, it's not really over, but the things are open up slowly again. And also with the summer that you get to see uh, also people being more open and going to these spaces too to meet them yeah that makes sense and on uh, like work environment you said that you also speak English in your work but uh, it's also full of international people how is like the work environment on a general basis um, I think it really depends uh, where you work um, I work for an international bank Uh, so for me, I have a lot of international people on my team, but we do have a lot of Dutch people as well. I would say we have more Dutch people than we have uh, internationals. Uh, and because of the amount of work and the work itself, we do need to know some Dutch, you know, for the documents and the things we do, like we analyze and they are in Dutch. So like knowing Dutch in the work environment, that definitely helps. Um, uh, but the depends, it really much depends exactly where you work because I also have some friends that work as well, like on big firms, they are international, but all their colleagues are Dutch. So, you know, on the coffee break or those moments, they'll be talking in Dutch. Um, so it really depends on the environment, like the ones that I've been Uh, they were very international. So the work itself, pretty much almost everything was, so the emails and all that, it's always in English. But uh, like culturally and the people, it really much depends on the work that you do and also for the company that you work for. Because like having some knowledge of Dutch and having like... Uh, some knowledge as well of like Dutch culture and how they are like in the workplace, like that definitely helps. 
you know, like for you to navigate in those places, they are international, but at the same time, they're pretty much Dutch. Yeah, like Dutch people usually are kind of open as well. They are very understanding of different cultures and everything. So I think that this might help a little bit as well. Yes, yes. And it like one of the things about uh, Dutch people, I think it's really nice. Uh, it's that they will switch to English as well. I think you probably remember that as well, like from the high school experience, even when they are addressing each other, like in a group, but seeing that one person is international in the group, mm -hmm. but they are addressing each other, they would address each other in English to make sure you understand. Yeah, yeah that's really nice of them, like to kind of include international people. It's, it's just like a very inclusive kind of culture. Yeah, yeah. and like in the conversation and it's really small things like that. So I think that's like, that's amazing. That's really nice. Um, so they are very open to that in that uh, in that sense but i think dutch people as well they are open to it if you're also open to them you know like mm -hmm. uh, like you need to be to some extent as well be open to understand about them and about their culture and of course about their language so if they see that you're also curious and willing to like then they will be even more inclusive and open open to you as well uh but yeah like even that this thing like about the group conversation like i think we brazilians we we don't do that even you know like if we're yeah it really depends like on the group it's not like something so general yeah if we're in a group of like there's nine brazilians and one international the brazilian that it's going to address the other brazilian and not the international gonna dress in portuguese most likely you know yeah yeah something else that i wanted to talk about that is a little bit um a different topic i would say for this kind of conversation <laughs> but how is it to stay healthy in amsterdam in terms of um eating have like um getting groceries takeout how is the pricing and how is working out possibilities like gyms and what is there to do um i think there is a lot like in in amsterdam there's like a lot of uh, gyms and a lot of like spaces uh for for working out as well like in the park you know when they have like those machines and things like that uh so we do have like a lot of uh, options for that And of course, you know, the bike, like if you want to bike everywhere, that's also possible, like a way of staying fit. And <laughs> that Dutch people would say. Um, and about options of healthy food and uh, groceries and all that. Uh, it's not going to be like in Brazil, you know, that you have this abundance of fresh food and all year round. So but they do have a lot of uh, markets like street markets which are very nice and then in those markets they would sell you know like a lot of uh, natural products and i even learned recently that they in some of those markets they also sell eggs which is nice because it's like from happier chickens <laughs> and um so they sell all these things like a lot of more European stuff, like uh, 
different types of mushrooms and things like that. Not the drug ones. You can get those too, but not in the market. Um, and so but these type will, of products are they like expensive because they are kind of like more rare um depends like if you want to buy like for instance i remember one time i bought like a papaya and it was half a papaya and it was like five euros so if you yeah, yeah. It's a lot it depends lot. like on the vegetable or fruit because yeah. like I know that it's um, more common there, like um, the berries. I used to love. I used to love berries there. Yeah, and they have like they have the berries. Uh, like now that is spring and summer, so you can buy them for cheap. And like uh, the Albertheim, which is a supermarket, I think they also have a sort of like a map, which is like quite interesting uh, about seasonal. The fruits and vegetables so what you get more each time of uh, the year so that's also like pretty nice you know so if you follow that like some things are like pretty straightforward you know like oh you're gonna eat some more pumpkins on fall because you know it's gonna be cheaper and they have more yeah potatoes uh, as well dutch people yeah. are big on potatoes <laughs> they are big on potatoes they are big on their fries like you can go to like to the snack bars they're everywhere as well I miss TikTok. I I miss the Dutch um fries like with mayonnaise and it's just like oh so good I, I miss that so much <laughs> and like for me I'm already like oh <laughs> that much <laughs> mayo uh, so yeah you can get that as well like a frikandel brooch and things like that um which is a which is also very nice and they have like nice also hidden spots like so you don't have to necessarily go to Febu uh, to get a croquette they have like nice local ones uh, but in terms like um, talking about like natural and healthy foods so you can find it you know like they have a lot uh, where I live in the city center as well there's a lot of uh, the supermarkets called oriental uh, so they will have more like um, Asian food and ingredients. So you can buy like frozen dumplings and um, different types of tea. So it's like the diversity like you can find on those supermarkets as well. Like sometimes they would even have like the Brazilian cabbage that you can find. And they even have like a Brazilian supermarket as well. So and plus in like those street markets, you can find like local things like of course if you want to go for like something that you really miss as i'm saying the papaya or mango but the mangoes are like here they don't even smell like mangoes so i wouldn't recommend but people like it so <laughs> uh so if you're like you're going for the local things and trying the because there is a lot of like local foods and vegetables you don't really need to eat like uh, some Dutch people will only eat, you know, meatballs, smashed potatoes, and the green beans. Like you can go beyond that. Like of course, if you that's what you want to eat, it's gonna be cheap. Uh, but there is a lot of options. Like you, you probably will have to search for a bit, but you'll be surprised, like how close 
like those markets and even like uh, corner shops. A lot of the time they would sell like lemons and like fresh stuff as well. Yeah, yeah it seems nice. It's just like a little bit of getting to know the city and go getting around to figure it out what you need kind of. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So something else that I wanted to talk about that kind of might be a little bit hard for you since you've been there in a COVID situation, but I wanted to get on into like social life, but in terms of what there is to do in Amsterdam, because we know that there are like a lot of museums and the city is pretty much alive all the time. So from your experience, what is there to do on a social environment there in Amsterdam? Um, I think uh, from people that um, don't live in Amsterdam or from like listening from like from another country or people in Brazil, when they would think in Amsterdam, they would think first on like, of course, the weed tourism, the people that come here for the drugs and on the prostitution tourism as well. Um, and of course, these things are here, uh, but there is just so much more to the city than that. Uh, because as you said, like there's a lot of museums, you know, and they have like this, even in this, they have like the square of the museums where they have a lot of things, where's the Rijksmuseum and the Museum and all that. But even uh, like this one that I was saying that they, they just invited us in uh, last weekend. Uh, it was it was at Belmar, and then people that say, "Oh, Belmar, it's close like to the Ajax Stadium and all that." So people say, "Oh, it's not a really nice area." But the museum was like really nice, and the exposition, everything was like pretty amazing. So like, there's a lot of art like in a lot of places in the city, and even places that you wouldn't think about. So the social life, it's a lot of there's also a lot of like nice cafes and like I know a lot now about brunch places in Amsterdam because during the time that they would open things they would only open until seven or something like that so the only option to go out would be to go for brunch and they have a lot a lot of nice ones um, and of course now the nightlife is back again so there is a lot of uh, clubs and concerts and uh, things starting to pop up again. Um, last year they I also they had it again for the first time it was the, but for was only until twelve or something like that. But it was the ADE, which is like the Amsterdam Dance Festival, and for five days or something like that. I don't remember exactly. They have festivals all over the city, like everywhere, all the clubs and all. So like the whole city is packed with people like going to parties and festivals and they have like for everything. I went to more like of a hip hop party because that's like the type of things I like. But if you like techno, which Dutch people do, uh, they had so many, like so many festivals everywhere. And so a lot of places like within the city, they have uh, 
at, at this time, they have like, even on my street, there were like parties and things going on during that time. So there's always like a lot of uh, things like in the social life going on. We also went, they also have like this theater, like an English uh, speaking theater. So we went like a comedy club, a comedy club, you know, and these things that you wouldn't necessarily expect, like, oh, maybe they would have only Dutch. Uh, and in Amsterdam, even in The Hague, you know, you can find it and go for those in English. And usually those places are like full of people in the same situation, like full of expats and people that want to meet, meet each other and just have like a good time. So that's also very nice. Um, so yeah, like I am, as, as I just said as well, like I am discovering like Amsterdam, like social life as we speak, because uh, it's still like things are reopening and it's not going to be exactly the same as it was before the pandemic. And I don't really know how it was before the pandemic because I wasn't living here. Like there is a lot to think should do like way more than what people would first think, you know which is like drugs and uh, uh, sex tourism. Yeah, for sure. And you mentioned earlier about sometimes hearing like drunk people outside your apartment. And something that I've heard already are like people, especially women, going back home walking in Amsterdam and they were catcalled. And there's like a little bit of harassment sometimes. Have you lived any of that? Or like in terms of safety, um, how is it in Amsterdam? Um, I think like being a woman from Brazil, you're always scared that these things are gonna happen uh, to you and of being catcalled and things like that. Like it does happen. And especially like where I live now, um, which is very touristic and there'll be a lot of uh, like drunk tourists on the street, you know, at 12 in the morning, like, you know, like midday. So sometimes it's not even things like that, but in other areas of the city, like every other girl I would speak to that lived even like some girls lived in the west and some lived in like Amsterdam East, they say that they never felt like really threatened, you know, they felt pretty safe. And even as I was saying, like I was walking back uh, with another girl from a club, you know, late at night. And then there was some cat callings and stuff and stuff. But usually it doesn't like it's not, uh, I would say I'll feel like pretty safe in here. And it depends like on the areas you go and the time as well. Um, and, but for instance, as well, like uh, my street is very, like very closed and even like for my, the gates of the street, they close at night. So only people that do live in those buildings can walk in. So that also gave me like a very good sense of safety. Uh, going back home, knowing that, okay, they have the gates and the gates are closed. 
besides my door. But, and this is like the area that is not really safe in Amsterdam. And I say, well, I'm, I'm okay, I'm relatively safe. So it really, it really depends. I don't, I wouldn't say like it's an unsafe uh, city, but me like uh, being Brazilian, like and always aware and always, you know, like, because I did hear stories of like pickpocketing and um, in the more touristic areas, like in the, at the Dam Square. And if it's very busy to be a little bit careful that these things can happen. So like be aware, like it's, yeah, for me, it's a bit hard to tell, but because of my experience. So you like, you stay aware and you, you'll be fine. I think that's mm -hmm. my advice. Yeah. I believe that I heard this from a Brazilian girl. She was visiting Amsterdam and she was walking in the center of Amsterdam and then um, something that she said kind of was to never let anyone know that you are Brazilian because like because of like the media and everything people kind of assume that they can easily mess with us or whatever it is but she was like hardly harassed on the streets and she told she said that it was just terrible but I just kind of wanted your perspective of living there about like the whole safety but you kind of like clear that up so yeah like this harassment thing I think I wouldn't I don't I don't know if it will be necessarily like an Amsterdam thing but it is something that does happen like it happened to me in other places in the Netherlands like before COVID or something like that or when they know you were Brazilian they would do something like I had that a couple of times you know but usually which is very weird you know like usually the people that harass you uh they will stop you and you think oh that guy is probably lost or he needs uh like help looking for something because in brazil usually when they harass you they just yell at you like ah and then they're, they're gone right with the car here <laughs> when they harass you it's a bit scary because they will stop you yeah on the street and, and or they it, will stalk you this is what i heard yeah Yeah, like they would stop you and be like, oh, hello. And then you're like, oh, tourists lost, you know, or something like that, uh, looking for something. And then they would stop you and will be, oh, so hello, where, where are you from? Like, where, where do you live? You know, and they asking questions, do you have a boyfriend? And then at that moment, you know, you're just like, okay, no, you know, mm -hmm. like you just continue yeah. walking. And that, that actually happened to me, but not, I don't remember if it was in Amsterdam, probably it was in The Hague as well. So it would happen in other safer cities in the Netherlands as well. And there's about being Brazilian, yeah, you know, like you would have, you having a conversation with someone in a club or in the, in the queue to go in somewhere. And the moment that they know, it's, uh, it's so gross. And they know that you tell them you're Brazilian. I even made the social experiment for some time before COVID. Like their reaction when you tell you're from Brazil and their reaction when you tell you're from somewhere else, you know, say Portugal. Oh, Portugal, nice. When you say Brazil, it's like, oh, Brazil. Yeah. And like, 
like sometimes you know being assaulted you know like guys checking a bomb and things like that trying to check you know like oh you are from brazil let me see if you really are from brazil and that's gross and that's gonna happen um well that's not gonna happen like if they know where you're from yeah but if you're walking on the street and a dude stop you and start asking you personal life questions just just don't answer you know keep walking enter somewhere else you know just leave um like there was also this time that there was this guy and i think i was walking back from the gym and i was like facetiming my mom so the guy could hear that i was speaking portuguese uh and this was already here in amsterdam so he stopped me and started asking me questions oh you're from brazil right and because he heard it And then I was just like, yeah, you know, like just not entertain, you know, and keep moving. And then I just walked somewhere else. Like I entered another thing. Like, I don't want this guy following me. And like that he knows exactly where I live. You know, as I open my door and run in. Mm-hmm. But this yeah. is something already like that we wouldn't know based on our experience yeah. in Brazil. Mm-hmm. So on a completely different note, what <laughs> what do you like most about the city? Um, it's funny because it might sound a little bit contradicting to what I just say about all this harassing stuff. But what I really like about the city is that most of the people, no one cares. They do what you want. No one cares. And even like, Everyone is just doing their own things. Like, no one is bothered, you know? Like, do you want to wear these clothes? Do you want to do this? Like, you Yeah, do you, I love you know? this. Yeah. Like, no one is really bothered. Like, you can do whatever you want, and it's fine, you know? Um, no one is really, like, judging you and laughing at you and things like that. So, like, this part, it's a bit contradicting because, like, the of course there are cases of uh, like men assaulting you on the street and things like that uh but um, like for most of the time like people they really don't care you know they're really like they're doing their own thing and they're living like their life they're not too too bothered you know and everywhere like all the other spaces you you like you go as well like oh I want to go to this party. If I wear these clothes, what the the people at the party would think I'm crazy or or something that it is uh, it's too bright colors and they don't go together. No one cares, you know. Like no one really, no one is really bothered by it, you know. Like you do you yourself. You're happy. You're not hurting anyone by doing that. Then it's fine, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's it's really like a really good vibe to have. Yeah. Um, which advice would you give to someone who wants to move to Amsterdam? Oh, let me think. I think like it, on, probably on the on the same note as this uh, about people being very open and very welcome to all these uh, to you and to like to learn about you. And I think it's very similar as well, like to our experience as well in the um, in the exchange in the Netherlands. So in general, you know, like 
yes they're very my advice would be like yes people welcome yes people are uh they don't really care you know like you do you they're, they're very open to these things but like you yourself you also have to you know do your work a little bit you know do not come and expect um like them to be with their open arms and say yes welcome in amsterdam you know uh because they will be doing their thing and like if you want to do like make as well like an effort to to be in the city and to explore and to get to know people and all that because a lot of the times you hear a lot of uh, complaints from people about uh, dutch people how they are and that they're rude that they're so they will be like very nice and very welcome as long as well as you yourself you are also open to live and to explore and to live their culture and how they are as well so i think that's uh that's my advice for for not only amsterdam but like in general for being in the netherlands you know mm -hmm. they'll be as open and inclusive as you are as well to yeah to yourself to experience and to be doing all these things mm -hmm. that makes sense so finally every week we give recommendation of a book a movie or a tv show what recommendation do you have for our listeners this week and why oh yeah i was thinking about that that's such a hard one actually <laughs> because i only read like boring books you know the things that i think i will need to do like related to to work or like academic life i mean you can give the recommendation of like the tv show that you're wearing the shirt because <laughs> that seems hilarious oh yeah this is a british show so i can recommend that like watch come dine with me it's a british british reality show they're great at it uh, british people so that's a very funny one like if you just want you know, like watch nothing, just basic uh, TV shows. And I think another, maybe recommendation, uh, another podcast that I think it's really interesting that I've been listening to a lot recently, which is called Maintenance Phase. And it's like, they pretty much uh, demythify like uh, about those crazy diets and about all those uh health wealthness culture and all that so it's like it's very very interesting so yeah so i yeah i would recommend that the maintenance phase the podcast and yes i probably on youtube they'll have come dine with me the <laughs> that sounds great thank you so much for coming back to the podcast to talk a little bit about your life in amsterdam i'm pretty sure that a lot of people will really appreciate that. Thank you. Yeah, I hope uh, I give like good insight. I don't know. <laughs> hope so. And if there's people in Amsterdam listening to it, yeah, just contact me. Let's be friends. So that's it for today's episode. I really hope that you enjoyed it. Don't worry because there are more like this coming up. I believe, okay, so like my podcast schedule is a mess these days. But I believe that next week we'll have another episode just like this one with another European capital, another friend of mine coming up. 
she never came here before, so that's exciting as well. But yeah, I can wait for you to listen to that. So thank you so much for tuning in, and I hope to see you back here next week. Bye, everyone.